0: Unshot burst, Unshot first! Unshot first! Unshot
1: Burst, Unshot first! Unshot first! Unshot first! This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. You don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah,
2: old car. Okay. Unshot first! Unshot first! Unshot
1: first! Unshot first! Unshot first! Unshot first! Let's hurry this up, because i got to get back to watching Peter Pan live. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. And special guest, Mike. Hello, Mike.
3: Hey. Welcome hey, back. Ma- hey, Mike. How's
1: it going? Hey. Thanks for having me back. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Today, we're going to be talking about Hot Tub Time Machine. Ooh. Alex, take it away. I freaking love this movie. First of all.
3: Second of all, I freaking love this movie. Hot Tub <laughs> Time Machine. Third of all. Third of all, this was such an unexpected delight in the movie theaters. I saw the you know I saw just a couple of trailers. I was like, eh, this you know could be okay. Then it, you know Q Cusack and then Craig Robinson. Uh, oh, what's the white dude's name? Lugal <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Lou But what's the Rob, actor's name Rob, Rob Cordray Oh my gosh Just that cast right there it, it made me hope That it would be a good comedy But I didn't think it would be As good as it was It was amazing And had that one nerdy dude From Whatchamacallit Kickass Clark Duke Clark Duke Is he related to Frank Dukes? Cause he's my man No Oh a Hot Tub Time Machine. And Crispin Glover. And Crispin Glover. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. That's a whole nother podcast. But anyways. <laughs> hot Tub Time Machine. The title just says it all right there. It's, <laughs> it's just going to be an. You know you're in for a treat as soon as you hear the title. It starts off <laughs> where uh, you see Craig Robinson working <laughs> as the uh, the manager at some pet hotel. <laughs> then he has to go fishing for some keys inside a dog's butt. <laughs> like, right off the bat. <laughs> and I had the dude from uh, Reno 911, the chief, that was the dog's owner, and he was doing a perfect German accent. Tom Lennon. Tom Lennon, thank you, Scott. See, the drugs haven't slowed you down one bit.
0: Nope, they have. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, yeah, it was completely disgusting, because he puts on the rubber club. Greg Robinson's just fishing around the dog's ass for the car keys that the dog swallowed. <laughs> and then, uh, what was his name again, Scott? Lennon. Lennon. John Lennon. John Lennon. John Lennon. It's like, it's like hey, I know you. Greg <laughs> Robinson says, oh, do you in a, a BMW? He's like, oh yeah, how'd you know? And he just throws the shit-covered keys at him, and he catches them right next to his face. Oh, that almost made me puke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that right there was awesome.
1: That was the first really good gag of the movie. I don't remember this movie at all.
2: (laughs) The thing thing that bummed me out was the first time I saw the movie, there was like that. There was a particular joke that just had me on the floor. I adored. Like, I I do like the movie, but there was one particular joke that like was life-changing. And the second time I saw it, I must have been not paying attention because I didn't catch it. I don't remember what joke it was that just that I fell in love with the first time around. But second time around, I really like when uh, when the time machine's working again and what's bald white guy's name again? Scott? R- Robert Cordry. Ro- Lou. Yeah. Cordry, yeah. Lou. So when Lou is Sweet like Lou. I'm your best friend and Cusack, <laughs> You're one of my best friends <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh okay, I'll take it <laughs> Cusack's delivery was it was like reaching deep into his soul. It was perfect.
3: Yeah, it's it's nice seeing. It w- it was nice at the time seeing Cusack in a comedy because I think he'd done like a bunch of drama before that.
0: Uh, he's he kind of does the. He kind of made his bones doing the romantic comedy.
3: Of course, but up until then, he was doing stuff like.
2: Uh, he did a string of serious movies, right? Like I mean, the, Identity and stuff.
3: Identity, The Raven, you know, shit like that.
1: 2012.
3: Yeah, 2012 for pizza. <laughs> oh, we might we might stack that in the comedies category, <laughs> depending on who's watching it. But anyways, yeah, we get to see where these guys are, and they're all kind of you know losers. John Cusack is his girlfriend or wife just left him and took oh he took his TV, and then his his nephew is living in his basement, and that's the the nerdy dude, and he's playing uh. That one MMO Second, second life, life. Oh, That's even an MMO That MMO players don't touch With a 10 foot pole
2: Yeah that was a really good detail
3: <laughs> He's just He's playing on his laptop And he's like Okay let's bust out these pushups ups and not getting a today <laughs> You just see his guy <laughs> One Two <laughs> oh, it was, That was perfect But then they get a phone call From the hospital And that's because Lou uh, They said that he tried to kill himself
0: yeah, that that part was exceptionally dark, uh, like unlike any other point in the movie. Uh, you know, just he rolls up. They, they show him rolling up into his garage, and he's drunk playing and
3: drunk as shit in his Firebird. Yeah, his
0: Trans Am. Yeah, he's playing uh, coming home by uh, crew. Uh, is it Molly Crew? Yeah. Okay, and he's he's into it and just leaves the car running, the garage door down, and. It, it's really dark
3: but they do set it up as kind of like an accident
0: cause Whoa. he he
3: slams into his garage it's, it's open and that like, it's brrr. open
0: open to interpretation
3: oh, well that's what I took from it the first time I saw it it's like yeah he slams into his garage he's drunk because you see him drink out of a goddamn flask <laughs> and he but slams I, saw
0: it, I, th- I thought it could have gone either way uh-huh.
3: yeah slams into the garage and the door kind of closes seemingly accidentally and then he just starts revving the car the shit out of the car so they get the call from his buddy from the hospital (laughs) this is another great moment between uh craig robinson and uh john cusack where they're just in the doorway of his hospital room and they think he's asleep (laughs) and he's like oh yeah i'm not surprised he tried to kill himself yeah i know man he's got nothing to live for no job no girlfriend I mean, he's got nothing. Oh, and he's got, you know, that thing on his balls. Oh, yeah, you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> then, of course, he just turns around and throws a pillow at them and he's like, oh, hey, oh, we knew you were up. Oh, we are just kidding with you. Which leads into the second awesome, uh, one of my other favorite jokes of the movie. He's like, I didn't try to kill myself. Of course not. <laughs> if I did, it'd be awesome. Shotgun to the dick. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor recommends to his buddies hey take him you know someplace, you know familiar cool just take him out for a weekend you know be, be a good buddy to him cause he, they described it awesome because I'm pretty sure I'm this guy in our group he's like oh you know how every group has an asshole but he's our asshole yeah that's that's him
1: right
0: you didn't hear us arguing with you yeah <laughs>
2: exactly
0: <laughs> also uh Walk and break. I got a fever. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's walking doing? <laughs> Why oh. did they give him a Robert De Niro mole? <laughs> Ladies uh, and gentlemen,
3: what Scott is referring to is Peter Pan Live that is playing right now, <laughs> and so we might be calling more of these walk and breaks.
0: And there's, there's a song and dance number going on. I don't have the audio up, but yeah, he, he definitely has a Robert De Niro mole.
3: Maybe <laughs> some of the costumers or set designers confused him with uh, Dustin Hoffman. Who played uh, Captain Hook in Hook?
0: With no mole. Uh,
3: with no mole. Moly, 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 like, oh, moly, oh, yeah, moly, give moly, him a, moly, moly, Give him a. Give him a De Niro mole, just like in that movie, Hook. Right? Yep. So the guys decide to take him <laughs> to their high school hangout. Their getaway weekend spot, which was, uh, if you live in California... Or in Southern California, it's in, it's in a place kind of like Big Bear. It's up in the mountains, it's cottages everywhere. It's a ski town, really. <laughs> ski yeah. town, if you will. If you ski- will. Ski
0: Skeet- town, USA.
3: Ski town, USA. So, <laughs> he's like, he, and Lou's like, oh, excited. Oh, yeah, let's, I forget what the place is called. Mike, you just saw this movie. What is that place called?
1: Uh... Way to go, Mike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you prepared for this more than any of us did. You blew it!
0: <laughs> uh, don't make me laugh.
2: I was, like, brushing up on it. I wasn't taking notes. Fair I don't even remember the characters' names. Except Lou, because of Lugal. That's how I know Lou. <laughs> Lugal.
3: So, <No> spoilers. <laughs> whenever you want to search the rest for a restaurant or some hardcore porn, <laughs> you do it the Lugal. Yeah, that's right. Anyways. So he's really excited to go back to this cabin because they had all their best times at this at this place. <laughs> Courtney, she's like, all right, let's go right now. <laughs> he starts pulling out his catheter very violently, by the way. I don't, I've i never had a catheter in me, so I don't know. <laughs> These things are supposed to come out.
2: But... Part of the problem with that, Alex, is yes. that once it's inside of you, it inflates inside your bladder. So oh. you can't pull it out like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it looked like
3: he was really straining and it was yeah. boy, and it finally pops out and of course urine flies everywhere it's like ah oh. and this harkens back to um super bad where George is like oh i'm sorry did I get you it's just pee <laughs> as if that makes it okay but anyways this is going rather slow so let's get to the hot tub time machining they get to their cabin they meet Crispin Glover who is the the best bellhop i have ever seen crossover moment who is your favorite bellhop in a movie cause Crispin Gulliver for me right there
1: mm. hot Top time machine
0: favorite bellhop
1: Pee Wee Herman in Be- uh, Big whatever <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure
0: Raging Mr. Herman Mr. <laughs> Herman um, hmm. or Tim Roth in Four Rooms Four Rooms I was just about to say yeah I'm going I'm, <laughs> I'm going to double up on Jeff with that one
3: <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever Did Mike say his?
1: I stepped out for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Stepped out or blacked out? Which one was it? Oh, I stepped out. Yes.
3: Uh (laughs) His wife was telling me that they're at Kodiak Valley. That's the place of the name.
0: Ah. That's that's
1: the name with the place. That's the place of the name. Got Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm.
2: Earlier, I was really guessing it was Eagle Rock, so I was way... Oh, close. No, that's an animal. It's an animal, and then... A thing of nature, so I was I was halfway there.
0: <laughs> uh, in The Hudsucker Proxy, Ooh. was Bruce Campbell an elevator operator or a bellhop? I can't remember. He had the outfit, though.
3: I don't know. I've only seen a bit of that movie. I should really watch that movie.
0: It's good.
2: I saw it like two years ago, and I forgot he was even in it, so Jeff? I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Jeff?
3: So, okay, we'll take that answer, Scott.
0: No, Jeff, Jeff <laughs> gave his, and I no, said... No, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's I was just about to say the thing Jeff said. Bruce Campbell for Scott.
2: <sighs> oh, okay, I've got one. Like, I mean, because uh, I I don't want to just be like Scott and copy... I'm Actually, no, Scott gave two answers, so that's pretty impressive. But my, my one answer, or I'm going to copy Scott. I'm going to totally copy Scott, just like in preschool. So... Uh, first of all I totally agree with Alex Chris McGlover is an incredible bellhop but one that I liked I was thinking about earlier today was Chris Rock in Beverly Hills Ninja
3: <laughs> he oh, was pretty nice.
2: good in he, he was the uh, the the great apprentice ninja, ninja. and the, it, and then he, he was really untalented and then in the end all of his untalent worked out
0: he could climb a tree
2: right
3: he did climb a tree <laughs> good old Chris Rock anyways what, what, what was I, I talking play? about
0: don't don't watch that movie. <laughs> if Anybody's which, thinking about it. Which movie? Beverly Great. Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills Ninja.
2: Oh, I love. That's one of my favorite stupid comedy. Oh man,
0: I tried watching it the other day. I couldn't get through it.
2: <laughs> Part of the problem is I I, pro, I saw it when it was brand new, so that probably helps. Because we were seventeen when it came out. We what were was a very, very good
3: seventeen. Ooh.
2: When I was
0: seventeen. Oh yeah, I had a very good beer.
2: Had a very good. Movie. Although, yeah. although let's let's it's stick rough. with
0: Alex's ABBA reference, and move along. Move
3: along. <laughs> move along. <laughs> so they get up to the room, room 420. Of course, they check it out. It's a dump. It's not like the awesome room that they had back in the 80s. And they, it's like, oh, it's good. At least it's got a hot tub. All right. They lift it up. <laughs> it's pretty much a sewage plant. It's got floating dead animals in it and leaves and and shit. Who knows what's lurking underneath and. <laughs> everybody's disgusted but they check out their old room and they pull out Cordray pulls out the, <laughs> the drawer and he's like hey look at this it says you suck cocks mm, dicks <laughs> cause you scratched it back in the day inside was it,
0: was it heart or suck
3: <laughs> I think it's heart <laughs> you're right no that's a legitimate that's a legitimate point Scott good call I think he hearts cocks mm, dicks Okay. No, wait. No, it sucks.
2: Okay, he's no. Adam. Oh, we'll get back okay. to that later. I decided to cheat. John Cusack is Adam.
3: Yeah, hey, Adam. Adam sucks. Cox. Mm, dicks.
1: <sighs> Vodka. I call it my funny juice. <laughs> Drink more, please. I know. Uh... <laughs> hey, you too. I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> then why'd you pick it? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen like ten movies since two thousand and eight, so if you do
2: anything later than that. Was one of them hot tub time machine?
1: <laughs> I actually did
0: see it, so but Oh, I there you it. go. You I, got, I Jeff, I, you are I, to blame. I saw it hungover. So that's the best time to watch it.
3: I'm not Aren't saying it was just...
0: entertained, I'm saying I didn't retain a lot of the <laughs> the plot points. <laughs> Have we time-traveled yet? Come on, let's go.
3: <laughs> all right, let's get to the time-traveling. <laughs> they they get through the day, and all of a sudden they go to the hot tub, and it's working perfectly. So, uh, and then Chevy Chase, like, appears out of nowhere. And he gives them, like, some vague warnings. He's... Chevy Chase is pretty much the MacGuffin in the movie. He shows up, does some magical shit, and then bounces. And the montage... <laughs> this is one of the greatest drinking montages of all time. Uh... At one point, there's a guy in a bear suit blowing Craig Robinson. It's complete insanity.
1: <laughs> Is that like from The Shining?
3: Pretty much. Okay. So after all this drinking shenanigans, they find themselves in what was it? 1985.
2: 85, 86, one of those, yeah.
3: Wait, isn't that Back to the Future?
2: <laughs> no, it was 86. Yeah, that's, I think that's how they avoided the Back to the Future. Yeah,
3: 1986. 55 is what you're thinking, Jeff. 55. Right. It no, takes but Back to the Future takes place in
2: 85. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're thinking of, Alex. 1985.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. So they're at Twin Pines Mall in the Tuesday <laughs> in 1986-5. 86-5. Five. Five. You <laughs> uh-huh.
1: are correct, sir.
3: Thank you. <laughs> so everybody's, like, flipping out. Oh, yeah. Crispin Gulliver, when they meet him in the present, he only has one arm, and that's... <laughs> he's, like... Well, when they meet him in the present, he only has one arm, and he's just flinging their luggage, like, all over the room. And he's just being the the most bastardy bellhop ever. And one of the guys tries to help him, and he's like, Hey! I told you I got that. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps just throwing the luggage. And then after all the luggage is on the ground in the room, he just holds out his hand, his one working, his one good hand, because he only has one. He's like... Well, this is this is the part where, you know, you tip the bell up for the good job.
0: <laughs> it's just
3: <laughs> Oh, Glover at his best. But then yeah, they... I'll give,
0: give give this to Crispin Glover. He's never mailed in a performance.
3: That is true. Right. Even in uh Charlie's Angels, he was the best part of that movie.
0: I think it was his was... idea
2: to go without that dialogue. He's super
0: creepy in that too. <laughs> yeah. Big surprise. Sorry, Mike, what are uh, you saying?
2: I think it was actually Crispin, Crispin Glover's idea for his character to be silent. I think they had written lines for him, and he was like, What if I didn't talk at all? Because that's how it <laughs> talks, right?
3: Oh, wait. Uh, yes. And Charlie's Angels?
2: Yeah. Oh, I read, okay. I'm pretty sure I read that it was his idea to be, to be the silent assassin. Versus just an assassin. Nice. You are my density.
1: <laughs> I mean... Destiny.
3: Hey, he's in, am, he's in two movies with a Lou. Because remember when he goes into the diner in Back to the Future, he said, "Lou, give me a
1: milk chocolate." Ah, uh, and... or he's in yes. two time travel
2: movies as well.
1: Oh damn!
3: <laughs> actually, oh, maybe
2: maybe Hollywood has a working time machine, and they keep going back to the mid '80s, which is the only time Crispin Glover actually exists. Oh, Mike, I think you're. So on whenever something. they make movies. They just hit him up because he's already there. Watch yeah, out. And that's true. And when they go to the future, it's not him. That's right. It's that other actor. Where, that, that <laughs> yeah. the with, the,
1: with the rubber mask on him. And he's upside down all the time. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> but anyways, they meet Chris. They... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And isn't the future the past now? Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Old oh. Hey. Bill and Ted's was last
0: week, all right, buddy.
1: <laughs> oh shit!
0: <laughs> Jeff Jeff just spelled spilled some Chernobyl on his keyboard. go yes. back in time. <laughs> this must be so. Some... He can, so he can improve this episode. <laughs> yeah, podcast? Seriously. That's time that's machine. not possible. <laughs> <laughs> must be some sort of podcast
1: time machine. <laughs> I that... looked right the microphone when I said that.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> And that right there, my
3: friends, is why I love this movie so much. It's usually one of the things I really, really hate about movies when they actually say the title of the movie in the movie. But every once in a while, it just comes off as just pure gold and it fits right in. And this is one of those times when they're trying to figure out how they got back into 1986 yeah, <laughs> Craig Robinson, 85. 85, Craig Robinson just snorts like a mountain of cork, coke, and he's like, oh, it's like Terminator. If, <laughs> Kyle, if John Connor doesn't say Kyle back in the future, and he doesn't fuck, then he's not bored.
1: <laughs> John Cusack
3: just points at him, he's like, he's right.
0: <laughs> back up real quick, Alex. Okay. You, you hate it when they say the, the title. Oh, the sorry, movie.
3: that was my point of this whole story. Let me drink, <laughs> oh, no. Let me drink some more vodka. Jesus. So right before that, like they figured out that they went into the hot tub, and all of a sudden they were back in 1985. <laughs> and it's like and Craig Robinson. There's just a just a shot, a medium shot of Craig Robinson. It slowly zooms in. Must be some sort of hot tub time machine.
2: Oh yeah, he says it, and then he pauses, <laughs> and then he bitterly glances yeah. and then <laughs> glares at the camera like why you did me say that yeah, <laughs> yeah that, i i totally agree i think that was one of the a really good example of saying of doing that stupid thing of saying the title i think that they did a really good job in fact the crossover
1: moment one of, one
2: of the few other ones i can think of that was good was another time time travel movies back to the future it's when doc brown says it and points at the camera <laughs> oh yeah we're going to send you back to the future. He even points at the camera, but then he starts looking around, so it's like, okay, he's not actually technically breaking the fourth wall. That was a, a joke. Jeff? Uh, you guys go first. Well, Mike just did his, so Scott.
3: Cross the road of your favorite <laughs> naming the title of the movies.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, favorites. Uh, let's see. Or how about also complain about a really bad one? Why not? Yeah. That's covered, right, Alex?
3: Sure.
2: Pulp Fiction. <laughs> they don't say Pulp Fiction in Pulp Fiction. Uh, oh, darn. You know, they say it like a thousand times in all the Terminator movies. Did you ever notice that?
3: That kind of doesn't count. <laughs> well,
0: well, I was just going to say fucking Commando. Or Rocky, fucking Rocky Jesus.
2: Oh, my gosh. I guess they say, they start, that started it. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Oh, commando. Repeat. Commando. I was no, going to okay. say that. that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I
3: do commend the Die Hard series for never mentioning the title of its own movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the new ones because I only count the first three. But
0: Do they say Lethal Weapon in Lethal Weapon movies? They do in the first one. They do? In the first one, he says, oh, you must be some kind of Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, uh,
2: yeah, they do. they do. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty bad. It really fits the era. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: my, I think my really bad favorite one is from Jackie Chan's Super Cop. Because <laughs> they're, they're in that scene where all the other agencies are collaborating, and the dude that usually plays Jackie's uncle in this movie, he's a police chief that's playing Jackie's uncle. Uncle! <laughs> and he's saying, What we need is a super cop. I don't know if he says that in Chinese or in Mandarin, but he, the his dub over artist sure does.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll pick out another Jackie Chan movie. Jackie Ooh. Chan, my favorite Jackie Chan movie. Who am I?
3: <laughs> oh, that is awesome! That is a great one.
2: I never saw that.
0: Oh, I don't, that I've never I... even heard of it.
3: Oh, that one's a really good movie. My that as my
0: favorite Jackie Chan fight scene. I really movie, want yeah. to see it.
3: Mm-hmm. It's really good. You should watch that one. But yeah. He's just, there's an awesome helicopter shot of of him on top of some ruins just screaming to the heavens,
2: who
0: am I? And what's awesome about that... And it was weird that that he had like a giant cake, too. (laughs) That that he had to get down to the bottom without it breaking. (laughs) Cake
3: notwithstanding, what's great about that scene is that Jackie Chan actually dubs himself in Jackie Chan movies.
2: Oh, yeah, I love that. I think that's, I mean, g- given that he speaks good enough English, I think that's the way it should totally be.
3: I think Arnold should redub himself in Hercules in New York.
0: Nice I chariot, but where are the horses? <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you went a little Sam there from Sam and Max, Mike. <laughs> well, that's
2: kind of what the, the voice sounded like. I mean, well, <laughs> as best I can do, yeah, when my voice does it, yeah, I sound like Sam, yeah.
1: Anyway. I thought of one, but I forgot it already. Shit. <laughs> Sorry.
0: That's a weird movie title.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. I got one. Uh, stop. Wait. Stop or my mom will shoot. Boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nailed it.
2: <laughs> That's right. They used that title in all the all the commercials back when that was
1: out. <laughs> Stop or oh, my mom will shoot.
0: <laughs> you got to go with your mom. going to stop and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> The only
1: one I, other
2: there I know, think she's
1: The only one I can think of when it's a cheat would be like Fight Club, because it's part of the whole rules, right? It's, yeah,
2: that's yeah. It's a cheat. But that's that's uh, I was thinking that's in probably in the same category as like kind of like Rush Hour, where the story is written first and mm-hmm. then the author picks out the thing that they think is important. Like think about the movie Rush Hour, they only yeah. say it once so when the The main blonde killer Asian guy pretends to be a cop, pulls him over. They're like, is there a problem, officer? He says, no problem, just rush hour. Bang, bang, bang. But the movie's not really about rush hour.
3: I don't want rush hour. Mm, I just want bang, bang,
0: bang. (laughs) (laughs) Move along.
3: Moving along. along. Where was I?
1: At the
2: end of the movie, I think.
1: Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so they they just arrived in 1986.
1: Oh, my God. All right, we'll, so, we'll, we'll fast forward because...
2: Is this, yeah, because I was just curious if, <laughs> since the last time I had been on Hans' shot first, is it more about, like, impersonating when, you, when your nephew is telling you about a movie than he just tells you the whole movie?
1: <laughs> well, it's not now... supposed to be that, but Alex likes to do that. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It, that's what so I, when it's an I Alex episode, like do, yeah. it's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a nephew episode.
1: All right, keep going. Just go through <laughs> your last favorite, like, your last three favorite parts of the movie or something. All right, let's go
3: s- through some favorite parts of the movie. Damn, this is gonna be like a fifteen-minute episode. I'm no, we we'll am no, we'll gonna keep, edit a lot of this episode. No, just <laughs> keep know. the beginning, and then we'll keep. Going. Okay, so they get the nineteen. 19-
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
3: scene where they they're, they they're done oh, with, yeah, the, the with the
2: discovery scene skiing. that was really well done.
3: Yeah, like, it's like was... what's the the ski patrol is looking at them because they're causing all sorts of making mayhem. He's like, what's that guy doing with that one plank thing? I don't know, but it's going up his ass. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Then they get into like the uh cafeteria lodge stuff. I've never been to a ski lodge before, actually. So, what they they're in a cafeteria where they can get f- food or whatever. Is that is that a ski lodge? Is that what they do there?
2: I th- I yep. think they use the term. Yeah, it is they are just cafeterias, but I think okay. they call them lodges.
3: Okay. And they go there. <laughs> It's like, like, first of all, they get right outside. It's like, is there something like 80s thing going on around here? And you see this guy uh, skiing by, and he's got one of those 86 cell phones with the whole, like, Indiana Jones saddleback for a battery. Yeah. He's like, guess where I'm calling you from? A mountain on my phone. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah? Well, you owe me $2. (laughs) I laughed so hard at that part which is a callback from Better Off Dead. Anyways.
2: <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, $2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With that's right. Go- that's, 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 so that makes at least two self-referential things uh, because of having John Cusack in the movie. Oh, there's a, lo- yeah. There's a there
3: lot. Yeah. Is there a of
0: scene things. with him in the rain? <laughs>
3: He's holding up a boom That's did, probably a hot time machine, too. Alex, that's do, coming.
0: Do you, right. Do you not know what I'm referring to? Uh, yeah, say anything. Oh yeah, he, he, No, no, no. no, no. no. We'll talk about oh. specific movie. I mean, High John fidelity. Cusack's built a career around doing scenes in the rain.
2: Oh, you're right. Oh. Yeah, it's all flashing before you, my eyes.
0: YouTube down. it. Anybody that, that listening out there, YouTube it. You won't regret it. Is it John like Cusack in the rain. Is that?
2: Two th- Two-thirds of identity was in the rain. That's Yeah.
3: True. Is it like that one chick that always has a wet shirt in movies?
0: Helen Hunt? Yes. Ha yeah. <laughs>
3: Never, I only knew of Helen Hunt. I didn't know Junk Husek was always in the rain.
2: Yes. They should do a movie together. <laughs> it's just going to be
3: in the rain. It's just during a hurricane or something.
1: That's the title, In the Rain.
0: Boom. Yeah. Oh, Greenlight wow. that
2: shit.
3: We're in done. In the rain. In the rain.
2: It writes
0: itself. Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go see that. Who else is in there? Mary Sondlover. <laughs> sold
3: <laughs> so they're in this goddamn cafeteria and they're like man look at this tape deck Jerry Curl and <laughs> Ronald Reagan is on the TV well <laughs>
0: yeah, Alex is one good impression
3: <laughs> and I st- and I stole that from uh, shoutouts to uh, Star Wars and character because <laughs> I stole that from what, that one dude that does it on that I told you, Scott. I (laughs) saw everyone impersonating you. You did, Jeff. Well. Speaking of Reagan, my favorite Reagan joke was from... (laughs) My favorite president.
1: Crossover moments. Who's your favorite president?
2: (laughs) From the TV show... (laughs) Miller
1: (laughs) Silmar.
3: Was from the TV show The Critic, where Duke is like, (laughs) I slept with her and her whole body looks like Reagan's neck. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but anyways we should do the critic one of these days
3: it stinks but yeah Rick, Craig Robinson just grabs onto a lady excuse me what color is Michael Jackson she's like black He just freaks out and he starts knocking people over on his way out of the lodge oh man okay I've talked enough who else has favorite moments of this movie the ending
1: <laughs> yeah I honestly don't, the only thing I remember is Craig Robinson in the hot tub saying the line, and then the whole, like, you know, CRISPR and hand thing. That's, That's the only part I remember from the movie, my, so.
0: My, my favorite gag that revolved around time travel that paid off in the end was how he calls his, his wife, even though she's only, like. She's nine. Yeah, she's, like, nine years old, <laughs> and yells at her. <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: You end up seeing her wide-eyed. And then her dad ends up answering. He's like, get off the phone, Jerry. This doesn't concern you. He's like, how do you know my name?
0: (laughs) It's
3: awesome. No, but when they're, like, listening into the closet where he's inside, he's like, you sucked this balls. You licked this booty. (laughs) And it works (laughs) out in the end for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, gold. Yeah. Everything works out. (laughs) Any other favorite moments? Great White Buffalo. Uh,
0: we we mentioned the, the Lugal thing.
3: Yep, Lugal. What's what's Lugal? Explain Lugal. It's because Lou stays stays in nineteen eighty five. So he steals all his great ideas to make his fortune in the present. Oh so he makes l- not Google but Lugal. Yeah, everyone who is stolen inventions is Lou based. Right. So Google gotcha. Motley Lou,
2: <laughs> and you're introduced to that when Crispin Glover is like, "Oh, he, he here. I printed you out some Google maps. You're yeah. Like, D- don't you mean Google Maps?" They're like, "Ha ha! You guys are a riot!" <laughs> with both of his hands, right?
3: <laughs> but he is doing a very good job because he's holding his bad hand with his good hand, and that's what he's handing the paper map hand. <laughs>
2: Are you you making the point that his reattached arm doesn't work perfectly?
3: That's right. Yeah. And he played it great. It wasn't just like, hi, fellas, I have a new hand. See? Right. Crispin Glover. he should have won like 10 (laughs) 10 Oscars by now.
1: What about Crispin Glover?
3: He should have won 10 Oscars by now. No, wait, Crispin Glover, he's too old for this shit.
2: (laughs) That's something I want to see. I want to see a reshoot of Lethal Weapon with Crispin Glover, too old for this shit. And Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson. <laughs> and Mel Gibson. Debbie Gibson going crazy <laughs> with a Beretta 9mm.
0: Have some tainted tap water.
3: <laughs> <laughs> was that Lethal Weapon 5 or 6? That was Lethal Weapon 5. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, my last favorite moment was the bar scene where Lou and... Um, Wait Bert- a minute, there's a 5?
2: <laughs> yeah, Lethal Weapon Five. Lethal weapon Five. What's four? Four, four was one with Jet Li. Yeah, it yeah. Was super boring. Five <laughs> is one with the tainted tap water, and what was Man. what was the deal Wait. with six? Was oh, it, it was kind of just revenge okay. from five, right?
1: <laughs> you guys are doing it's so always sunny Philadelphia, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: no. what five and six are from. No. Okay, right. but they're real. They have the real <laughs> logo and the character names. Okay, you got me. <laughs>
3: Now that you are Riggs and not Murtaugh, you are going to get it.
1: It's stupid. It's awesome. It was awesome. I Anyways, <laughs>
3: back my last favorite favorite scene of this movie. It might be my favorite scene of this movie, where uh, Lou and Craig Robinson are at the bar and they're talking about all the stuff they're gonna change by staying in the past in the present. So they're talking about like freaking uh, we could just stop things from happening, like prevent Zach Ephron. <laughs> prevent him from what? Just prevent him.
2: Right. Oh but, that's right. They said that about that was actually um Miley Cyrus, right? Zach Efron was just in a different list, wasn't it?
3: No, that was Zach Ephron. They didn't do Miley Cyrus sure? yet, yeah. Okay. She didn't do the whole wrecking ball thing yet, by the by the time they made
1: this No, movie. I know. She was still Hanna Barbera, or whatever her nickname is. <laughs> she was <laughs> Hanna Barbera.
3: <laughs> but they, then they start betting on like football games. Like, oh, I know it's in you know Lou, who has my movie quote remembrance of but in, of sporting stuff like you guys do, and so he was betting on all of that well, stuff.
0: Wait, wait, Alex, can you start over with that again? Uh huh. Start over with what? I don't understand what the fuck you're saying.
3: He's got a good memory for football stuff. Okay. For sports stuff like you guys, not me. Okay. <laughs> so he was making very specific bets about this one uh I think it was the Denver Broncos, right? Sure. The, whatever. What you guys should know this. It's sports. <laughs> I don't remember this movie,
2: goddammit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you remember the game, right? I don't how do I know what
2: game? <laughs> Anyways, Dude, I run into sports fans that seem to remember every single thing from every single game ever. Thank you, Mike. I, tried to, I one time had to come up with the most obscure sports facts ever, and I spent hours on this. And it was something that I even tried out on some of my other sports fanatic friends. They didn't know. So when it came time to present, I put up the question. Wait up. Here's a new segment,
3: then, Sports Times with Mike. Go, Mike. And,
2: the, and then someone in the audience knew the answer and yelled it out and ruined the whole joke. And You're I just st- pretended do, you do, to ignore them. You do stand-up? No, it wasn't stand-up. Oh. It was just, it was, uh, but I was, I had to do some, I had to run some sports game thing. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I don't, oh, but I don't know sports, like, hardly at all. So that's the context. That's why it's funny. Okay. Can I explain the joke more?
3: Sorry. <laughs> what was the sports fact?
2: Gosh, it was like, I, I picked I picked some extremely random statistic from like the eighth super bowl about one about one guy that played once on the losing team and this fucking guy in the audience knew it (laughs) i'm like holy shit sports fans are the biggest nerds in the history of the world
3: they were the original (laughs)
1: nerds
2: yeah really well in, in modern times yeah 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 and and they was get just away. I like
1: Socrates is probably the original nerd.
0: Or Socrates. <laughs>
1: Socrates. Yeah.
0: No, is he. It, Socrates was just a nickname because he liked soccer.
3: <laughs> Scott, don't make me waste vodka by spitting it out by laughing.
0: I really
2: appreciate this, though, because it settles that whole stupid football debate. It is soccer.
3: Yep. Socrates. Yeah, yeah you're right. This proves it. Anyways, they're at the bar. <laughs> and he's making all these absurd bets that he's winning because he's, he's just like, hey, how are you winning all this money? Because I'm from the fucking future, asshole. <laughs> so, of course, he's winning all this money. And then he makes a bet. And who should he bet with? He's got an awesome mustache. eighty Awesome eighty stylings, of course. But Johnny from the Karate Kid movies.
0: Oh, it was the actual Johnny.
3: Yeah, it was Johnny. Oh, that's great.
0: And he's uh, like... Sorry, as, as a sidebar, Alex, uh, uh-huh. sidebar. has anybody heard Patton, Patton Oswald's story about Johnny? Uh, I have not. Is Patton the one that made the case that um, – well, Without spoiling anything, he, go, he goes through what happens to Johnny after the Karate Kid.
2: Oh,
3: no, oh, no. I, I thought that was a fan fiction thing that somebody wrote. That was his bit?
0: I don't know if, if – <laughs> I know Patton did a reading of it.
3: Oh, okay, Cause I remember—I don't,
0: I don't know if someone else came up with that, or if... <laughs> I do remember reading what happened to Johnny. <laughs> yeah,
3: spoilers—he ends up being the gimp in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's awesome because it goes through all of the movies that actor has been in, like uh, what was it? Back to
0: school. Back, back to school. Just one of the guys. One of the guys, and
3: <laughs> finally he just in he Pulp just... Fiction. Yeah, he ends up being the gimp at Pulp Fiction. It's awesome.
0: Oh, and then he was in a European vacation. Was he? He's the boyfriend. That. Hmm.
3: That's right. Anyways, they're in the bar making ludicrous bets. He's going Johnny's and he's like, alright. He's like, what do you want to bet? He's like, okay. <laughs> this is a classic Lou. If I win, your wife has to give me a blowjob. Classy one. <laughs> 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 he's about to kill him. He's like, hey, hey, and if you win, name your price. <laughs> and Johnny's like, all right. If he doesn't do that, then I get all your winnings. Okay. And you have to suck his dick. And he points at Craig Robinson. And he's like, what? And he's like, done. And they shake hands. Oh, my gosh. And then they start watching the game. He's like, oh, I, wa- I like your style. Hey, I like your style. <laughs> so they start watching the game. And Aikman or... Uh, Whatever famous football player at the time. (laughs) I don't know. You're way off. Well, who was it, Scott? In
0: 85, it wasn't Aikman.
3: (laughs) No, they picked... it, It was because, oh, that guy's done nothing, you know, all game. Because at the time, he was a second stringer. But they brought him up for, like, the last quarter.
0: Right. And I'm saying it wasn't Aikman. Are you sure? I'm positive.
3: Okay, whatever. So, it was Joe Namath. And, uh... Anyways, thoughts? Anybody else's favorite parts of the movies?
0: Um, they, I did like the Great White Buffalo thing that they never really explained. Yeah. Yeah, she was the one. Or,
3: great White Buffalo.
0: Great yeah, white mostly <laughs> the the <laughs> joke is that the one guy doesn't get it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he, gets, he still, yeah, he breaks up with her and he gets stabbed in the eye because he breaks up with her. But then he gets a second chance, and he still gets stabbed in the eye.
2: <laughs> right, as she's breaking up with him Yeah it's brilliant.
3: <laughs> oh, you know what happens to you in the future? You marry so-and-so and you get fat I don't get fat <laughs> I stabbed him in the eye, I don't get fat
0: Yeah the, One of the other good time travel jokes Although this one kind of jumps the shark Even for this movie Is that Wait. through the whole, the whole movie Like Clark Clark Duke's character Doesn't know who his father is, right? Oh yeah, and uh, Rob Corgi's character is giving him shit the whole time because he's just, like a kid. Um, and then when he stays behind, he turns out that he's his father, like in the future. <laughs> but everybody's like looks the same and everything. And, yeah. He like <laughs> marries um, his sister, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't think right
3: now. Me either. But I like that <laughs> as he's humping her and he, and he's like. Oh my gosh! This is gonna take forever. Oh no, it's not. Here I come. (laughs) 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 He just spots up Shia LaBeouf, Uh, (laughs) and he blows his load. Oh my gosh!
0: So, so did like the one of the conceits of the movie of them going back in time is that to the audience they all still look like you know Craig Robinson and uh, John Cusack and Rob Corddry, but. When they travel back in time, everybody else sees them as they look back in 1985. Yes. I think that's important as we talk about everything. Yeah, Oh, yeah, kids.
2: so that's like the butterfly effect, right? Where actually it's just their consciousness was moving around. Mm-hmm. Deep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't bring in Kutcher into this.
2: <laughs> Nikon just paid me 50 bucks. <laughs> Anyone else? I did really like hearing John Cusack say with such conviction, I fucking hate the eighties <laughs>
3: I'm sure he does. <laughs> What's the time for, Jeff?
1: Bear break. Wait, oh,
0: <laughs> oh, oh god.
1: <laughs> oh, um Oh, it's time <laughs> for Neem news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Alright, um don't got too much news other than um, the Star Wars trailer was released. Did you guys see that? No, you all did. Hell yeah! <laughs> I think we owe Alex some props on calling the three-bladed lightsaber. What? what?
0: Dude, I fucking hate giving Alex credit for anything, but he was <laughs> no.
1: tri-saber, bro. So, did you guys like it or what? I mean, not the
0: lightsaber, but the whole the trailer. Yeah. So, so Jeff and I talked a little bit about this over the weekend, but. uh... I, it was okay for me. At first, I thought it was like a joke, just the way they kind of set it up. Because they had the, the black stormtrooper, which I don't have a problem with. Both, right? <laughs> Wait, not, you thought that uh-huh, was a joke? And,
1: hey. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> Lisa,
3: we, we can edit all let
0: of finish, this out, right? let me finish. So yeah. they did that, and then the next scene right after that was like the R2 head rolling the soccer ball. So you combine those two things right off the bat. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then it switched to to more... Standard fare, although they had like the speeder and everything, but it it didn't really feel cool until they had the 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 shot where all of a sudden the John Williams score starts playing full blast and the Millennium Falcon soaring over the desert. That, oh, that was so cool! That that, that got me a little hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little, yeah. <laughs> and then he yeah, saw tight t- fighters, and then he exploded.
0: Yeah, I, well, I got to temper my expectations. We we learned a, little, a hard lesson last time. Sure. Mm-hmm. A hard That's lesson, true. huh, Scott? Mm-hmm. That's it. Unintended. Mm-hmm.
3: If you guys haven't seen Stephen Colbert's explanation of the Trisaber, you really should, because he breaks it down pretty
1: perfectly. I, I saw it. I actually saw I, it a few hours ago. It was pretty <laughs> funny.
0: I thought it was because you figure he's such a Lord of the Rings nerd that that would be it, right? <laughs> but it seems like he's just as big of a Star Wars nerd. It's Great. it's almost too bad that he's uh, not going to be on the Colbert Report to do the, the theme week. Although he could probably do the same thing on his talk show, I'm sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But like yeah. when, he, when the Hobbit came out and he had the whole week where they had the special intro and he had all the, the casting and he was he would challenge people to, <laughs> the trivia contests.
2: <laughs> My feeling of the trailer, first of all, with the opening shot with the sand, I thought that was going to be the whole thing because they just finished shooting in October. I figured they they didn't have any effects shots done yet. But they had some. Enough for the trailer. And
3: Disney uh, Magic, bitch. That's
2: <laughs> true. <laughs> but also, uh, like I, I was with Scott on the soccer ball thing. I was like, no, no. But then the rest of it was good. Uh, and uh, the thing that really stuck with me was deep in my heart. I was like, finally, the first real Star Wars trailer in over 30 years. <laughs> because I was... I saw... Those fan films that had a giant budget and were released in theaters. I saw them like two days after Scott and Alex you guys did back in high school. I saw the first one. And uh my gosh. They gotta they gotta stop. I'm so glad that they I'm so glad that they bought that bought the rug out from under Lucas that he was willing to sell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, was on, it was only four bills. Right, right.
3: <laughs> For Disney. Yep. Jeez. Oh, let me pry open my wallet.
2: Did you guys see George Lucas going on the record about his role in episode 7? No. He was all, he was like all mm-hmm. proud of it. He's like, oh yeah, I know everything about the movie, so I'm just, uh, I'm here to tell them like, you know, if there's a car well, doesn't use wheels, they use anti-gravity to, to drive, so I'm just there when they're <laughs> riding. like, I This guy is such and, a dick.
3: And Abrams and everybody else is just laughing, he's like, oh no.
2: I know. I mean, Ab- Abram's Abram's probably one of the single smartest things he did is he hi- he hired the co-writer of Empire and Jedi. God bless him. Yep. <laughs> and that guy, that guy knows the Star Wars movies and knows how to write good ones. And they they're probably just like, "Oh yeah, George, that's right. Yeah, anti-gravity. Okay, blah." Sure.
3: You'll see that in the final cut.
2: <laughs> in fact, they can even spend 10 minutes explaining it. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll make George really happy.
1: <laughs> they're no longer lightsabers. They're laser swords. Oh, my oh, <laughs> God.
2: Yeah, that guy's been saying laser swords since the mid-70s. It's like he—I th- honestly, honestly think he hates the word lightsaber.
1: <laughs> Even though he invented it, and that's what everyone loves. All right. Let's not get on to Star Wars bashing yet. We had that a couple episodes ago. Um, the other trailer that we just kind of—someone just hit a link actually in our group chat was the Terminator <laughs> 5 trailer, whatever Terminator version this oh, is coming out.
0: I haven't seen this. Fucking yeah. horrible title, by the way. What well, I mean, was the Genesis? title?
2: It's misspelled Genesis, right? It's
0: it's gen it's like two words. It's like a portmanteau. it's Genesis. Jenny Sis. <laughs> Jenny Jenny <laughs> So
2: How was the trailer though? I forgot looked, to watch it today. I I saw li- that,
0: it looked
1: okay. It it's got okay. Khaleesi's playing Sarah Connor. Um, it seems like it kinda gives away some stuff everything the yeah. oh so don't uh, watch I feel, it
0: I feel like I feel like yeah <laughs> pretty much they covered the whole movie in the trailer <laughs>
1: yeah it was a, it's a the twist and here's the twist uh.
0: yeah and here's the other twist Bruce Willis is dead <laughs> <laughs> seriously It was like okay the, the Terminator is Connor's father
1: yeah <laughs> um and the other thing I saw I had two reviews I saw Interstellar a couple over the holiday week I liked it a lot so I recommend it it's long so don't get a soda because I had to leave twice during the movie and once There's I came so back and they were in a that. black hole or something I had no idea how they got there and um, so I recommend that and then I found a documentary on Netflix called I Am Santa Claus you should watch it it's about these four four or five old dudes and like that's their job as being Santa, so it kind of shows them like what they're doing when they're not Santa. And you know, one of them's a swinger, one of them's gay, uh, one of them's Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is is uh, it depressing like that uh, American Scream or whatever it's called? It's so
1: one of the guys is kind of depressing, not too bad, and the rest are not actually. So I would watch it. I I, I enjoyed it. The only Wonder reason been, I got it was because was Santa Homer Claus. Susan? No. It's Santa Claus and then Mick Foley on the front. So I'm like, all right, I got to watch this. and um, <laughs> I'd, I'd recommend it. Cool. Dude, Man. if
0: Mick Foley showed up at the local mall as Santa Claus, I would go get my picture taken with him. Uh,
1: I would uh,
0: ask for the Mandible Claw. Sacco, <laughs> Mr. Sacco.
1: They were showing highlights, because I guess he's a huge uh, Santa Christmas fan, and I guess one of his matches back in the day, he was dressed as Santa, and he did the Mr. Socko, but it was with, like, a stocking, you know, a Christmas <laughs> stocking. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, cool. Scott, any news?
0: Um, so we covered a couple of the trailers. Uh, I've got some James Bond news for any fans of the series. I'm, I'm a big James Bond fan. Uh, Christoph Waltz has signed on to play in the next movie, oh, which... Yeah. Which could be awesome, and there's speculation that he's going to be effectively the Blofeld character, which would be amazing. Uh, They came out with the title of the movie and all the cast. A lot of news has come out lately about it. What was the
2: title? Spectre.
0: Spectre. That's Um, cool. Which is interesting because that's a throwback to the older James Bonds, um, after they'd gone out of their way to set up uh, Quantum as like the Spectre replacement for the Daniel Craig movies.
3: Quantum of Solace.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Christoph I, like they haven't confirmed what his role is, but I, I gotta think he's gonna be the villain. <laughs> I, I don't see any other way. Yeah. He's we'll awesome, see. so that should be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him him is him him as the no, it doesn't have to be Blofeld, but as the main villain. I think that's a good step. Um after you had Friendo in the last movie. When is Tarantino gonna do a James Bond movie?
3: <laughs> oh man, I'd love to see that.
1: He's gonna talk his enemies to death.
3: Oh, that would,
0: that, that would be awesome to see him do like a spy movie. I think yeah. that would be, yeah. be pretty cool.
3: Speaking of uh, James Bond, a little side side news here, side tidbit is um, oh, what's that guy? Super smart dude on the wheelchair.
2: Hawking. Oh, yeah, yeah Stephen, Stephen Hawking.
3: Stephen Hawking. Yes, <laughs> Larry Flint. Larry Flint. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> very <laughs> Flint's right.
3: Stephen Hawking said that he uh, kind of wants to be a Von, uh, Bond villain in one of the movies, which I think would be pretty badass. It's scary. It. Yeah. Robot voice is a diabolical super genius.
1: Well, you know what's turning right now is Stephen Hawking saying that uh, bad news for humans, that AI is going to kill us all. So he's actually right now saying that in the news.
3: Ding, 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 ding.
1: So I think he's auditioning for that. He's the one who's going to create these robots that are going to kill us. Uh, Scott
3: goddamn yeah. Skynet. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I'm guessing since, given all that, it's probably not, um, it's probably not a guess on his part. <laughs>
0: it's more like a plan. Well, as long <laughs> as long as the robots have a preset kill limit, we'll get we'll get
3: through. As that it can save us all. Yeah. Wave after wave of my own men at them.
0: Anything <laughs> else, Scott? Uh no, that that's my news. Mike?
1: Any news? No. Okay. <laughs> Alex
0: <laughs> So
3: sad. Yeah. Speaking of trailers, I saw um there's a new uh Bill and Ted's trailer. Uh-huh.
2: That leaked. Whoa.
3: Yeah. Was, okay, was, are you was...
2: actually serious? Because three years ago, Alex Winter said that they had finished the uh, story for Bill & Ted's 3 and that Keanu Reeves was on board.
3: It was... It, yeah, I, like, recently I heard about this and I just forgot about it because it was, like, last year that I heard that Keanu Reeves was on board and Alex Winter 2. And uh, I get, they somebody leaked this trailer. It was a little bit strange. It was a little bit of a departure because um, it had this dude, Kyle, going back in time and then a semi... <sighs> bursts into the shop and saves him and then, um, says like, oh yeah, this dude, this heinous dude that you're supposed to save me from, well, we already took care of that guy. And then Ted jumps from a helicopter onto another helicopter. It was, it was weird.
1: So, you sure you're not thinking of, um...
0: I wasn't even listening to you, but what? I completely tuned out Alex too. I so you, know so Alex, are you, are you he said something about the semi, and then I
2: Terminator just and Matrix, Term, Terminatrix.
0: What? Alex, you can you can create yourself and post. All I'm saying is,
3: for some reason they called the new Bill and Ted's movie Terminator Genesis. I <laughs> have no idea why.
1: Anything else?
3: <laughs> that was a shitty trailer. How can you? even like that
0: what? talking about Genesis? yes it was okay it no. in it no
3: yeah Khaleesi okay the rest of it <laughs> was crap oh we're gonna nah. oh I'm supposed to defend you don't from this Terminator writings. we're supposed to defend you from this Terminator oh we took you're care breaking of that You're Take care of that Alex, guy don't worry up. about it <laughs> who's breaking up Scott?
0: You were breaking up a second ago. You're fine now.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, you were serious. I was about yes. to hang up on you.
0: I was... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, wait. What are we talking about next week? Shit. That's my turn.
3: <laughs> what are we talking about, Jeff?
1: Jesus Christ. What do I normally say? That wraps up this week. But before we leave, we've got to pick our next topic. And that is up to me. And since it's Christmas time, let's do Die Hard. Oh,
3: Yeah first anniversary
0: boom Um, Scott you got something to say Uh, yeah I'd like to just do something a little different and actually dedicate the podcast to somebody uh, dedicate this podcast to my father Um, and yeah thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening everybody
3: Jeff, what's the time for? Oh, uh, Jeff's dead.
0: We lost him, sir.
1: Jeff. What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: there,
0: there's, there's, there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> there's the ending gang. <laughs> I was thirsty. Give me a break. <laughs>